0: Hi everyone. It's Megan. It's Caitlin. Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) Where's Melanie? (laughs) Oh
0: my gosh.
1: Um, hi everyone. It's Megan and Caitlin. And Melanie is dealing with some apartment stuff right now, so Caitlin's filling in today. She's going to be our first guest, but now she's just the (laughs) co-host. Also, my window's open. Also, we're both sick and sniffly also, so that means the acoustics are going to be great on this episode. (laughs) The sound, everything. Just chef's kiss. Um, So anyways, listeners, since you know a little bit about the podcast... (laughs) I don't even know what to say. I like feel like, I feel like, I'm I'm the host and and you're the guest, and I have no god words, (laughs) Melody.
0: It's okay. I can try and stand in for Melody.
1: You're doing a great job. I
0: also have never been on a podcast before, so it's just like having a conversation. (laughs) We just need
1: to like. uh, Well, I was just rambling, just that. But see, I need to keep myself on task. Oh, but usually what we do, which is what we're going to do now, is share a song and a tweet although Caitlin doesn't have Twitter so it's just gonna be my tweet (laughs) um so Caitlin what's your song of the week
0: okay so my song of the week is called The Optimist by Evie Irie. I believe her name is (laughs) pronounced um but my roommate Kelly from last year she showed me this song during kind of that uncertain time of graduation and we didn't know what we were all doing and everyone's kind of being separated but basically it talks about how you can overcome all of those uncertainties and negativities in a way so I really like to listen to that when I'm feeling down or something, or just to to pregame with it or something. Oh, yeah.
1: It's High a great pregame. Like a is. Like a soft pregame. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> um, you,
1: yeah. Caitlin showed me that song a while ago, and I literally listen to it all the time. Sometimes I have to skip it because I'm like, I'm not happy right now. <laughs> I'm not an optimist. <laughs> right but uh, I feel like every time it comes on, I have to be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm good. I'm good. I love it. <laughs> Um, my song just came out today. I feel like my songs are always just like new music Friday picks, but, or whenever you listen to this, but, um, it's physical by Dua Lipa. It just came out today. Her album is coming out soon called future nostalgia. I love Dua Lipa. I love this song. I love
0: nostalgia.
1: I, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Oh my God. My friend told me that sometimes we're quiet on the podcast and then we laugh and it's like super loud. (laughs) So I'm going to try to stop that. Anyways, my tweet of the week. Um, I didn't retweet a ton, even though we're, Oh, the other announcement is we're only doing episodes every other week. Now we want to have some more time to promote the episode to come up with good ideas for you guys. Um, and we just thought it would be a better format because then you guys would have more time to listen to it too, because I know there's a lot of art to consume. Mm. And this is just another thing on top of that. So thanks for being here. We're doing this every other week now. That being said, I still haven't retweeted a lot of funny stuff in like two weeks, which is wow. odd. But I did like this one tweet today, which I really like. I feel like you would relate to this.
0: Ooh.
1: Um, Alyssa Schoner. Alyssa said... I was 11 when my pregnant Russian stretching coach for dance sat on me in a left over split and I didn't cry at all and now I'm letting frat boys who drink four locos on Sunday mornings make me upset. This is not okay. Not one bit.
0: I feel like we have experience with both. yeah, Actually, which is quite unique. Um.
1: And it just made me laugh so much because, yeah, well, this, this, this specific tweet because we both have dance and, like, gymnastics experience. Yeah. But just in general, I feel like, girls for the most part growing up and everyone but you know like girls for the most part growing up do things like dance or gymnastics or like figure skating or karate or whatever we do all these cool like extracurricular activities that are super tough like especially the super ones tough. where you have to do like you know yeah Splits and flips and all that stuff,
0: yeah, and how sports. resilient you are
1: as a kid, exactly. I and mean, you grow up and you're letting some stupid boy, hey, know and didn't do
0: anything, make you cry. <laughs> I know, Don't let I have to do channel that. my old ballet teacher Nancy when she used to come and like wh- wh- whip us with the yardstick into standing. Oh my straighter. god,
1: no, truly, I was thinking about it today or yesterday that I really think I've taken like, um. When I was applying for jobs, like, job rejections, and mm-hmm. now that I'm in a job, like, criticism and, like, the, the hard things that come with a job, yeah. I think I take it better Yeah. because I did dance and theater Yeah. Um, and, you know, singing, like, all of those mm-hmm. types of rehearsals for most of my life, and yeah. I was just conditioned to, like, right. this is it, like.
0: Yeah, I noticed that about me, You're too. You're not
1: late, like, it's not personal, rejections yeah. aren't personal, you know, things like that, mm-hmm. so yeah. I never took any of this personally.
0: I love that. Plus, just creativity and arts and dance and music and theater, it really strengthens that creative side of the brain because I think we're trained a lot in life to be very logical and analytical, so Mm -hmm. it just adds some fun to your life and makes it a little more spicy. Makes you a little more resilient, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Good.
1: Okay, so um, originally we asked Caitlin to be on this podcast. I'm sure she'll come back, too, just because Caitlin has so many good, like, words of wisdom. And oh. she just, like, kind of has life figured out. Oh. Even when she doesn't, she does. Um, much more than anyone else. And so Melanie and I wanted her on the podcast. And originally we were thinking, you know, an episode on, like, positivity or, like... Um, I mean, yeah. positivity was the over-encompassing theme, but, you know, just being
0: accepting life how it is but moving forward with that acceptance and looking at the the more optimistic side of it because well okay so my quote that I used and for all of you who know me you know that I love quotes (laughs) and I have like 5,000 of them on my phone but my quote for Chapman to get in that I to try because oh, yeah, they by ask all you the a time. quote on yeah. yeah, and so my quote was by William Shakespeare, out of Ooh. all people. Like, thanks, Will. <laughs> um, I know, but it says, um, there's n- there's no such thing as good or bad, but thinking makes it so. And I'm not quoting it exactly how it is, but nothing you know is either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. That's what it is i'll have to look that up it's from a play though (laughs) i know that for sure
1: um but i think that's such a great quote and so uh, we yeah for those of you who know caitlin no further explanation is needed right um for those of you who don't caitlin is kind of what i just described like she has life figured out even when the rest of us don't even when she feels like she doesn't (laughs) um she's just a very happy optimistic person she's just the perfect person to be around. It feels like all the time. Um, and so we want to have her on the podcast because of that. Um, but in trying to figure out and pinpoint exactly what we wanted to talk about um, in our conversations with Melanie and also just right now before we started recording, it was hard to pin down exactly like what the philosophy we're trying to, you know, a solid theme we want to talk about like Melanie and I usually do on the podcast coming up with, you know, like a concrete this is what we're talking about topic. So, Caitlin and I have often just <laughs> rambled into each other. I yes. mean, we're like best friends. We're we're sisters. We're ah. sisters. <laughs> we love each other. <laughs> but um so we have oftentimes as, you know, I'm sure you all have had with your friends as well, had those late night talks and those you know, what the fuck am I doing talks and all those kinds of things. Um, and lots of good and inspiration and, like, enlightenment usually comes out of them. So we thought we would just kind of talk. Yeah, why
0: not? <laughs> and I feel like
1: that's a good quote to start on. So, wait, I'm going to look it up. Can you say it one more time while I look up what yeah, so it Yeah, so
0: Sir William Shakespeare said... <laughs> sir? <was> yes, sir. <laughs> Nothing is either good or bad, mm-hmm. but thinking makes, makes it so. Pardon my sniffles. But I often, I mean, sometimes we wake up in the morning and are thinking, oh, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go work out, which has been me frequently now. Things like that. Or even, I think since graduating now, (laughs) I even feel a little bit lonely in a way, even though I'm connected and I have roommates and all of this, it, you, there can be things that society kind of stigmatizes as loneliness, but Just take when you're a baby born into the world and little baby Megan over here. Like, you don't know that certain things are what society says as good or Mm -hmm. bad or sad or happy. You just see it as this thing, like this plastic thing. And your mind really ascribes its own meaning to it. But then society as a whole ascribes another meaning to it sometimes. So if there's a discrepancy, then that... It's kind of just how meaning happens. So if you really think of it as well, this thing—I'm not born into a, this thing being inherently negative. Mm-hmm. So even if a lot of people think that it's negative, you can take it and right. Like, no. Well, I think
1: a lot of like our worldview is—you sh- know—nature versus nurture. Like it's yeah. shaped by that and oftentimes we can get ourselves into stressful situations and only see the negative side of things. Mm -hmm. But we only see the negative side because we've kind of been trained to do that. And we've been trained to think that stress is completely a bad thing when sometimes it's just like a little kick in the butt or, you know, whatever the situation is. True, true. I looked up the quote for those of you who are curious. I'm very curious. (laughs) Um, It's from Hamlet. Wow. And fun fact, no fear Shakespeare translations. (laughs) For anyone who likes to read Shakespeare, I do. (laughs) Um, They translate Shakespeare into like modern English, basically, and it's all free online, every single thing. No fear. Anyways, Hamlet is talking to Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. He says, um, (laughs) He says, Why, Hamlet says, Why then, tis none to you? For there is nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. To me, it is a prison. And the translation of that is, well, then, it isn't one to you, since nothing is really good or bad in itself. It's all what a person thinks about it. They're talking about Denmark, but... <laughs> wow, good old
0: Denmark.
1: Good old Denmark. That was so poetic. But um, I think the translation's really good. It's all what a person thinks about it. And I think that's, that's something true. that you do very well. There have, you. There's not a time that comes to mind, although I know there perhaps been a few times, but again, like, maybe once or twice where there's really been something that's getting to you. I feel like every time something is, like, stressful or disappointing or whatever, like, not the best in your life, you're always like, oh, well, but. And sometimes I feel like I've said, like, no, you're allowed to complain about this. Like, you <laughs> can be mad about this. Like, no. Yeah. Like, of course, there's a line there. But. Yeah. But that's something you're very good Thanks. at. um. You don't. You're not very impulsive in your reactions. Like you're very good at thinking things through. What do you think makes? I don't know. What like, what goes through your head like when something bad happens? Because you always have seem to have a positive outlook. So how do you come to those conclusions?
0: Yeah. Well, I think the same thing about you and I, I you're my inspiration <laughs> this but is still I think, a love fest. <laughs> I know it truly is we haven't seen each other in a while yeah. so we, are we got cheesecake we have sugar in our system yeah so we're we ready have. to go $10 cake really does it for you so I think a big thing for me is that I used to be a lot more reactive like back in high school I was would get so stressed out like kind of really down on myself and I of course it's natural to do that and I think it is very important to ex- be aware, I would say, of those emotions. And I know that I think we all surround ourselves with people are, who are good at doing that. But I think hyper-reactivity to situations um, is a bit of a waste of energy in a way. So it's when I get kind of frustrated at something or I don't like how someone said something to me but I know I'm not going to do anything to maybe correct them or something because it's just not worth my energy. But the mm-hmm. energy thinking about it is just energy lost. And why would I waste my energy doing that or wishing that something in the past was different or worrying about something in the future, which I need to be better about not doing? Yeah. Why would I kind of spend my energy doing that than, than putting it towards something that I like to do? So seeing friends and spending that energy or going to work out or even like reading a book or something so and I tend to not be quite a good modifier of my energy so I overexpend energy just because I'm naturally excited to see people <laughs> or like to do something and then I so think cute. like whoa I just overspent my energy, so I need to modify it a little, but at least I have that much extra energy to like, give to someone else mm-hmm. that I, that I had from not spending it on something that I was frustrated Right, with like that. something if, negative. Yeah, yeah, if that makes sense. I guess sense. that. It's so
1: much better to overspend on something happy than to, yeah like, waste even little bits.
0: Yeah. On- and also, okay... This is what I heard back in AP Biology. So this was a while ago, but it takes more muscles to frown than to smile. i know. heard that. And I know this is such a super optimistic topic that we're talking about, so it's okay to be, like, Mm -hmm. you know, sad and anxious and all of that because I think it's kind of a universal thing now. It's one of those universal emotions and stuff. But, yeah, if you kind of just... Laugh at life, even mm-hmm. if you're stuck in traffic, like, my traffic ticket up to L.A. today. Oh, my
1: God. Um,
0: uh, she texted two me hours. while I still has two
1: hours of work I'm <laughs> Like, I'm
0: on my way. I was like, you're what? I, like, wasn't even
1: thinking of leaving work yet.
0: <laughs> I know. But even things like that, um, it's so easy to be reactive about that, but it's like, I can't control the situation, so right. it is I what might it as is. well. Yeah, it is what it is. That's a really good
1: way of putting it. Yeah, and I think, too... Um, I think there have been, I think sometimes you meet people and you're like, <laughs> I'm thinking of honestly one person and it was like a family friend growing up. <laughs> you, uh, what Caitlin just said about feeling those like bad emotions too, obviously those are really important to feel as well. And Caitlin and I do feel them. <laughs> even, yes. But I feel like even when we're feeling those emotions, I don't think there's ever been a time where we've been a hundred percent like just sad upset angry like yeah now what kind of thing like i feel like we're always kind of laughing through our tears like partially because we're around each other right yeah but like even if it's the absurdity of the situation right like finding something you can just find like that that little like twinge of light in that you can pull out of it right um but of course it's important to feel the range of emotions but also knowing that they you don't have to let those negative ones right Control your life because, of course, we don't know the, the meaning of life or whatever, but like, yeah. if I had to come up with one, it would probably just to like be happy and make others happy, right? Yeah. Like, what are we on this floating rock for?
0: I, I know. I have been thinking about that a lot recently, too. The meaning of life. The meaning of life, Ooh, truly. We've, we've reached a r- <laughs> really high abstract level We're of having thinking with life crises. I know. I think I really like the concept, though, that. happiness isn't what creates gratitude it's gratitude for things that Mm. creates happiness and that creates such a more authentic deep-rooted happiness just the world and enjoyment and motivation to learn so much about the world Mm. and about other people I think too
1: I I was a, a PR and advertising major and Hate advertising, but in this one <laughs> advertising class, we were talking about how to advertise for this one company. And basically, I just remember like, <laughs> maybe it was too late. I was a senior in college, okay, but I like truly understood the meaning of altruism. Like, I learned the definition. Um, that's the best. <laughs> and um, because they were saying, like, oh, well, we can brand them as like altruistic, but then they were like, no, there's no such thing as altruism. And then I was talking about that was um, altruism with someone else outside of that. Conversation And they were saying like, well, right. Okay. So there's nothing altruistic because even if you're just doing something to be nice, you're still getting that good, like feeling out of it. You're doing it to make yourself feel good. But they were like, isn't that what like altruism in and of itself, like it's to feel good and to make other feel, people feel good. Right. So like yeah. what... basically they were saying they do believe in altruism. And right. I think because of that conversation, I do too. Because of course... Because the concept of altruism is that you're doing something without um, getting anything in return, right? You're just right. doing it to be a good person. That's and like some people textbook say definition. that doesn't exist because what I just said, even if you're okay. doing something for someone else, you're still doing it. You know, if you give someone a gift, it's like, it's, you get that good feeling, yeah. right? And some people will say, well, there's no such thing as altruism then because you're still getting something in return.
0: Yeah that's so fascinating I
1: know I Um, think that's a great theory I don't think I agree with it
0: yes so Megan knows this I (laughs) read this fantastic book called the art of happiness yes (laughs) and it's written by the Dalai Lama so I really recommend I would get it tattooed on my on my my booty (laughs) but there's something in there that he talks about how being altruistic and doing something for someone else is the most unselfish, selfish thing to do. And I know that we think of selfishness as kind of a negative connotation, but it's true. I mean, you're it's a oh, I'm trying oh, to remember <laughs> back to my biology classes, but it's a is it a symbiotic relationship? Oh, I, I hope I I'm saying not this know. correctly. I might <laughs> I do not, not be know so correct if I'm wrong, but it's where both parties benefit, so you're inflicting a lot of good on someone else, but you're mm-hmm. also getting so much good in return. But that person that you just in- inflicted some good on, mm-hmm. it's a ripple effect, so they're gonna feel good about themselves, and then they'll pass it on. Which yeah, it's just like such a good pays relationship. For you,
1: like in a, in yeah, three line,
0: right? Exactly person in
1: front of
0: you. And I remember even talking to you about this, going off on another tangent. Yeah, but I used to not. And I still am working on being more open about my emotions and what I'm actually feeling or even just like what I did today, for example, because I get a lot of joy personally from hearing about other people's lives (laughs) and having other people open up to me. And so I was honestly this summer talking to the shout out to Linda Chapman, um, who was like, well since I haven't been opening up in my maybe not giving friends the chance to experience the joy of me opening up to them mm-hmm. that I get from them opening up to me. And she
1: was, she was a counselor. So. Yeah,
0: she's a counselor mm-hmm. at Chapman. So that was a really interesting perspective, I thought. Um, but I think that could be considered an act of altruism as well because even though – like, you're talking about yourself. It makes the other person feel like they're very trustworthy and all yeah. Of that.
1: Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. I love when people, you know. Yeah. You feel like someone trusts you enough yeah. to tell you something, right? Anyways, I just remember hearing those perspectives on altruism. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think it's a very, um, and of course, it's all philosophical, right? Like, who kind of really cares if you're getting mm-hmm. something in return, right? Right. If, if you're making someone happy, if you're making yourself happy, good, right? Yeah. But I think it's kind of a negative way to look at things if you say altruism doesn't exist because you think... Right. Because the flip side is that, like, everyone is doing things selfishly and right. they're just in it for themselves. Um, when I think that people are really... I think people are inherently good and I think people are, mm-hmm. of course, out for themselves. Of course you want... You know, y- we all feel that, like, selfishness a lot of the time, but, like... Really, is there, like, a better feeling than getting, like, a great gift for someone and giving it to Right. Them? Or hearing about your best friend's day or, like, catching yeah. up with your mom or, you know, those little things in life. Like, those are the best moments are just, like, going to the beach with your friends and, like, mm-hmm. at, Right? It's so those little things that, yeah. like, you're not getting anything tangible out of it. Like.
0: Right. And I think you can think of it as extremely emphasized on... Either extreme of like the tragic situations versus really happy. So, think of at a wedding, mm-hmm. that's a pretty altruistic thing of being there for someone and being genuinely happy for someone mm-hmm. most of the time, hopefully, if, you really, <laughs> if you're really good, yeah, you know, have a good relationship or something tragic on the more kind of somber side so even I was reading a psychology book about the events in 9-11 and how that brought out a lot of altruism so
1: I've gotta say too I feel like everyone is talking about it but Mm -hmm. with all the Kobe Bryant stuff happening right now I don't think of course I was not old enough to remember like the reactions to 9-11 I was three um was I three or something like that four Um, that's crazy, but, (laughs) um, I feel like this is the first time really that I've truly seen like everyone come together. I don't think I've seen a negative thing about him except for, of course, like some people bring up the like sexual assault allegations that, uh, came up against him in 2003. But even when people have been bringing those up, they've been... Um, like mixing in kind things and yeah. saying, you know, even though this happened, right. Yeah. And it's been so beautiful because I hope you guys can't hear that motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just, I just think it's been so beautiful because kind of what we're talking about. I think it's been really, truly altruistic, even if a lot of it is cathartic for people too. um, Right? Like, Kobe isn't going to see this. His daughter isn't going to see this. His wife is probably not seeing this, right? She's probably not reading through all these comments. That would be really hard. So these people are really just doing it for the community and for the team and, you know, for each other. And it's been so beautiful, like, seeing people put flowers down outside of the Staples Center and making art about him, and uh, which I think art is, like, just the peak form of, like, humanity, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's been something that's been really sweet that reminded me, you reminded yeah. me of um, what you were saying. Because you do hear all those stories about how people came together after 9-11, yeah. and, like, we're just there for each other.
0: Yeah. Those are good symbols of, you know, in the moment, we could be running around in our stressful kind of overly stimulated society but in the end you know everyone's there for each other yeah so
1: totally we just paused for a second and Caitlin heard her voice <laughs> as I started to record again and she's like
0: oh my gosh into I, just, I just feel like I'm back in dance or something where you have I to mean, watch yourself yes <laughs> actually kind of liked watching myself so- yeah. uh, no I actually didn't really but when I have to hear my voice I think that's what I sound like I
1: won't make you listen to it again but you sound great I mean you sound like yourself so oh, okay, <laughs> sorry that's, that's how good. you sound <laughs> <laughs> but, um we were just talking about my senior quotes we were talking about the one that you applied to Chapman with I think I must have applied to Chapman with this one too it's like yeah. been my quote for a bit um, it's from Winnie the Pooh, and it was my senior quote in high school. I used it when I transferred to Chapman, when I graduated from Chapman, all of that. And it is, uh, it's is—it's from Winnie the Pooh, and it's, Rivers know this, there is no hurry, we shall get there someday. We were just talking about how pretty that is.
0: <laughs> so beautiful. Um,
1: and how you don't have to rush. I mean, obvi- the obvious meaning of the quote is you don't have to rush things. Like, you know, we're going to get there. Um, you know, rivers may twist and turn and overlap on themselves, but they always end up where they're supposed to go, just like people do. And how I feel like I've been talking to a lot of friends lately. This is kind of where we left off. And, um, obviously I do not have all the answers. <laughs> um, and so I've been telling a lot of friends lately, like, listen, like it's going to work out because it has to, just because that's how things, just because things do, they just work out. They do even if if they don't work out at first, even if things take a dive or whatever, right? Like, in the end of it all, things work out, because they have to. And I remember hearing that phrase specifically for the first time when there was um, Louis Tomlinson (laughs) uh, from One Direction. (laughs) Yes. His mom passed away a couple years ago. And he gave this interview about how he was really close with her, and he... When they knew she was dying he asked her like what am I supposed to do without you Like how how do I keep doing this How do I keep living without you And she was like you just have to you just do You just have to get up and keep doing it And I think that's something that Is So easily forgettable Yeah In those hard times Yeah But like what do you do when tragedy strikes Kind of like what we were just talking about You know with the community together coming right. around, uh, about Kobe, like, yeah, you can't change those things though. You kind of talked about that too, yeah. right? Like, right. um, while this is what it is, I can't change this. I can't change the yeah. traffic coming to LA. Exactly. So I'm going to deal with this reality now. Right? Yeah,
0: exactly. You kind of just, you deal with it. I mean, let's say like a surgeon, gets up for work every day and has to go do... Oh, yeah, Caitlin's a doctor, by the way. (laughs) Has to go do brain surgery, and they're like, oh, wait, oh, wait, this brain doesn't look like other brains that I normally work with. Like, I Mm -hmm. can't do this. But this person has, I don't know, like a a massive growth on their brain. Like, you can't just sew them back up and send them home. You have to approach it. (laughs) Yeah. Or even, like, if you're a track runner or something, which I will never be, and you have a hurdle coming up, you Uh can't just... Like, not jump over it. You yeah. have to jump over it.
1: I will say this to you, too, though. You said you're not a track runner, and I <laughs> understand that. But, Caitlin just ran a 5K with me. 5K, right? It's a 5K. Um, And those things suck sometimes. I mean, running sucks. I run these half marathons, too, and I don't know why they suck. You're but are star. No, you are, too, though. But <laughs> even whether it's, you know, a 5K or, which is 3.1, 3.2 miles, whatever it is, 3.1 miles. Um, or half or it's 13 miles um, no matter how long it is always halfway through the race I'm like what if I don't finish this like this is so right. hard yeah but you just have to or yeah. you get picked up right like whatever <laughs> but, either way either but way but you're not gonna die you're gonna figure it out right yeah
0: and in the moment this can be applied to anything in our lives whether it's tragedy like what just happened this past week whether it's going and pursuing some additional schooling, whether it's in work. Even, like, when I'm in spin, it gets halfway through the class, and we're doing a run, which is, like, 130 RPMs, and we do 30 seconds in a row. Sometimes we do 60 seconds, and I get so pissed (laughs) off. (laughs) But I used to not be able to do 60-second runs, and then Mm -hmm. one day I was like, well, just... Just do it. Just close your eyes and do it. Uh And I had to audibly out loud say to myself, just go, go, do it. And I did it. And afterwards, after you push through that thing that your mind thinks is a boundary that you've set for yourself, you're like, oh, wait, I can do anything. But there are no such things as boundaries. I mean, it's the same thing as good or bad as Mm -hmm. William Shakespeare. It's (laughs) It's just something created by your mind. Yeah. It's not actually tangible, so why not move it further up to the more intense side or yeah. whatever? And
1: I, Caitlin and I are not being sponsored right now by any spin classes, but I've got to say, spin <laughs> classes are the best place to do that because the music's super loud, yes. and you can scream, and you can cry, and you can laugh, and you can breathe heavy and, like, whatever you need to do to get yeah. to that point. <laughs> and,
0: and you mean, need to do that sometimes. You, you need though. to talk to
1: yourself and say, yeah. like, i do this, right?
0: You all know that I don't really swear ever, and well, you maybe don't, know Caitlin, do. but she doesn't. <laughs> and I do in spin, so I almost <laughs> just fall off the bed.
1: Um, <laughs> that's really funny. I the last time I went to a spin class was probably a couple of weeks ago now, but I went to ooh, I just my voice is ooh. Um A soul cycle class uh, up here in Hollywood for the first time, and it was the best class ever. <sighs> but um. I always joke about how I pay for SoulCycle classes because they're like 30 something dollars. Maybe just 30 in LA. But <laughs> sometimes I'll go to the classes and the, you'll just do the spin class and you'll leave. I hate that. The reason I'm paying for SoulCycle is because the instructors like talk you up and have all yeah. these little inspirational chats yeah. and they light candles and it's the best freaking thing ever it's and you feel best. like you went to therapy and a workout afterwards. Oh, so true. And this class I went to was perfect. First of all, he played... All of my favorite music. I think he played like a Billy song, a Casey Musgrave song. Um, oh shit, he played another song. Kristen will remember. I went with her. And then the last song he played for the cool down was a Harry Styles song that had come out the day before. Whoa. And I just remember like he was talking about like a breakup he'd gone through at the beginning of the year, and like it, you know an inspirational talk about that. And I. You know, Am was going through something similar and I like was just sobbing and I was having like a fine day, but it, but it was like, it wasn't a bad sob. I was, it was like cathartic. I was this is the best thing ever. And I had the best class. Like I, I never put the weights down, you know, before he told me to put them down and I pushed through all the runs and all of that because it was such a like uplifting thing. So I think that's part of it too. It's really hard to get out of ruts, you know, like when, when you're in a rut Even if it's just, like, you haven't been to the gym in a while, it's hard to get back in the gym. If you haven't felt good in a while, it's hard to feel good if you're so used to just, like, getting down on yourself. But that was one of those things that I had where it was just a click in my mind. And everyone has to have those at some point. Yeah, Where you're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I can do this. I can feel good about whatever this is. I can do this. Yeah, And it's just those little moments of, like... I feel like they're really wearing in a moment sometimes.
0: It's it's yeah. usually when
1: you need the most though.
0: Right. It is. And the universe will provide those. Yep. So for those of you who don't know, I, I got a job. I was hired right after my As internship a this summer. A PhD. <laughs> Hopefully soon. Mm-hmm. Um so I work in a hospital. I am a scribe, so I kind of take notes for all the doctors. It's super cool. It's a trauma center. So I was hired perfect timing right after my internship this summer, but it was like a three-month hiatus before I even started. So it was three months of me not doing anything. I had absolutely no plans. So it was just three months of being by myself. All my roommates worked. All of my best friends were kind of like in LA. Oh, um, All of that. But I was forced to go out in the world and really notice all of the little things around me that just made me happy. So I live in Tustin now, and I really enjoy about Tustin how... There are trees in the median. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't really get that in in orange, per se. (laughs) It's a small Um, detail. Right. So, it's no matter how big or small those things that influence your day are, just remember them. And my mom sent me this cute little quote, and it was um, talking about how the little things end up being the big things. So, not overlooking them. and. Making them really contribute to how your day is going. Because it's easy to generalize to yourself. Like if some little thing goes unexpected during your day. I mean, I'm guilty of this. I generalize to such extents where I'm like, well, I really dropped the ball on that. And oh my gosh, I've dropped the ball on like 50 other things in my life. But so is everyone else. So I know. I know.
1: I've, I, I feel like I've talked to you about that one. And you're never... God, no one's ever thought about thought about you. Anyways, oh. <laughs> anyways, um, something that I saw recently on Twitter, um, that I feel like relates to this, and just I'm not a religious person, um, so I substitute God for like the universe, but this is a religious tweet substituting for the universe if you're not religious, um, that I really loved. I like sent it to some people. Someone tweeted saying, "What are some positive affirmations you tell yourself?" And the one that they tell themselves is, my God wouldn't put a dream in my heart if it wasn't obtainable. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Or, <laughs> if you're not religious like me, it is, the universe wouldn't put a dream in my heart if it wasn't obtainable. And I thought that was you're the most right. beautiful thing. <laughs> because I have so it's many true. friends and myself and my family who have these really lofty dreams as you should in life, Right. Um, they're not easily obtainable things, right? Like, you're going to be the best doctor in the world. I'm going to be the next Taylor Swift. Melanie's right. going to be the next Taylor Swift. That's Kristen's right. going to be the best person in the world. Like, these yeah. are all things that...
0: <laughs> 100%, yes.
1: And um. And, they can feel really daunting sometimes. Like, I know with... What do you have to take? the freaking MCAT? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even really yeah. know what that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but see, that's something that is, seems really big and scary and you have to go to these classes for it right but like the universe yeah whatever is out there wouldn't put something in your brain in your mind in your heart that you've thought about for years and years and years if you weren't able to achieve it oh and if you put your heart to it and you wake up every day thinking about it and that's what you love to do that's what you're gonna end up doing you manifest that shit
0: right i needed that today megan there you Thank go you.
1: <laughs> my favorite phrase is made of <sighs> show.
0: <laughs> yes it's so good it's so good well if you're passionate about something you're going to be good at it there's mm-hmm. like that's just how it's gonna happen you're yeah. enthusiastic about something so you might as well chase it and of course there are obstacles along the way and I have been comparing myself to other applicants recently, but that's Mm. not the healthiest thing to do, and that's only inhibiting my enthusiasm for what I want to go into, and it's not helping anything. So why would I waste that energy anymore doing that when I can just focus on doing what I need to do to prepare because I enjoy preparing for it so that I can be a competitive applicant, but more so than... That just to be a good person to hopefully yeah. be a doctor someday,
1: you will be, <laughs> of course, you will be. Yeah, that's a really good, um, that's a really good thought, too. I think, wow, we've covered a lot. I was like gonna try and wrap that one up, and I'm like, what did we just cover?
0: Yeah, this is like, our this is, I mean, this is truly
1: time. like what. I can't get my earring back on. This is like what, Kayla, this is as if you guys were just sitting in on yeah. our, well, we are recording in my room, but as if you were all yeah. in the room with us, just listening in like a fly on the wall. Yeah. This My even Cyrus song, Fly on the Wall. Oh yeah. Um, about us talking. That's so so I hope you've gleaned some wisdom from it. Perhaps found some new favorite quotes. Maybe. William Do you have any others you want to throw out
0: there? Oh, boy. I'm sure you'll
1: be back, but just anything.
0: Oh, my goodness. You're so kind. Let's see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God. You have so many. I have so
0: many quotes. Oh, Caitlin loves her
1: quotes. When we were in... uh When we were still in school and we were in a sorority together, she'd always have her quotes. We were on exact together and we'd always present every Sunday and she always had her quotes and we were beautiful.
0: (laughs) That's also another thing. I never thought people would like it so much. I just did it because I didn't have anything else to talk about on my slides, (laughs) (laughs) but it turned out to be good. But here's kind of um, an ending thought, I suppose, but a girl or a person, anyone, Who is going to do big things cannot let small things get to her or him or them. I love
1: that. That's a good quote. Now we're going to, the last thing we do on uh, the podcast usually is final thoughts, which is how we like summarize basically in a little bit what, uh, what our final thoughts are. Summarize <laughs> the episode. Um, of course, we talked about like everything under the sun right now, though, so that might be a little bit difficult. But just a little, just, just some parting words of wisdom. Um, I know we talked about a lot, audience. So uh, I hope you guys feel like you've learned something, um, or something inspired you, and. I guess I would just like to say that if you're listening to this, I know sometimes we say like, Oh, send this to someone who's dating someone shitty or whatever. Right. But send this to someone that, um, you hope has a good day today. I think like the kind of the overarching thing of what we talked about today is kind of what I was hoping to talk about. So it worked out, but it's just like happiness and loving life and loving those around you and the inherent goodness of people. Um, that's something that I really believe in and I feel like is something you really believe in, too. <laughs> yeah. I agree. And, um... Yeah, if you're listening to this, I hope you have a really great day. If you're listening to this at the beginning of the day or a great night, if you're listening to it at the end. And you remember to look for those little good things in life. If it's the trees in the median or... um whatever it is that makes you happy throughout the day push yourself a little bit further than you think you can go take care of yourself take care of others and remember what I think the meaning of life is (laughs) is just to be happy and to make those around you happy as well
0: final thoughts on your part girl wow that was really well said I would would go off of gratitude too because it creates such a Such a lasting happiness and like any muscle, the more that you strengthen it and the more that you strengthen your awareness of what you're grateful for, the more automatically you'll do it. So Mm -hmm. just make it a habit of not even, you don't even have to write things down that you're thankful for, but even the little things of like your feet working to get you to to your car this morning. Um, Then it'll become more second nature and then we can all live a very authentic, um, happy life.
1: Yeah. I think part of positivity is just making it intentional. Um, taking that time to pause and remember what you're grateful for, even if it's just, yeah. you know, having some working legs, right? Yeah. Um, literature that we talked about in this episode, because I feel like we talked about <laughs> a lot, Hamlet. Um, <laughs> Hamlet. Also... We looked at You Are a Badass by Jensen Sero a little bit and The Art of Happiness by the Dalai Lama, both books that we both highly highly recommend. recommend. They're really good and they just kind of make you feel better about things. And then, um, we're also going to (laughs) do, we're also going to do our little shout outs that Mel and I started doing, um. I was just explaining it to Caitlin, actually, and I realized this was kind of something we did at the end of our sorority meetings, is we would just, like, raise our hands. It was kind of open forum, and you would, like, shout people out for doing nice things or thanking them or whatever, and it was just great. So, Caitlin, who are you going to shout out?
0: So, I'm going to shout out someone who I've known since high school, but is the reason that I was at Chapman and knew about Chapman, and is the reason why I love my life today pretty much um but krista goldsmith i look up to her so much and she's now also on a medical pathway going through nursing school and i just feel like she was the first person i could talk to about like anxiety related things and she just always believes in me so thanks krista that was lovely falcon pride Falcon From rice. the Cactus
1: Shadows High School. We love Arizona. <laughs> we really do. Um, there are t- I'm like looking at what I've done the past couple of weeks and there are truly so many people I could shout out. And I hate to shout out the same people because obviously they're great. Um, I'm going to go ahead and shout out my mom. She visited this week and it was really freaking amazing. It was just so nice to be around her. I also deleted my Instagram and Snapchat. (laughs) For the time being, I'm getting the back. But um, it was just, yeah, it was just so nice to be around her. It was really great. And I would also like to shout out Nick, who I know I've shouted out before, because he got an internship at one of his dream companies. And I'm very proud of him. And... I feel like there are just some good vibes out. February is starting, it's a new month already. Yes. It's gonna be a good one.
0: We have an extra day to soak it up too. Oh my gosh, leave here. year! <laughs> Love
1: that. Um, so yeah, if you want to follow us, we are on Instagram. The podcast is on Instagram at what your twenties are for. I am usually on Instagram at Miagin. You can still follow me. I'm not there right now though. I'll check back in a couple of weeks um melanie is at melanie dandrea and caitlin what's your
0: at caitlin underscore dicus
1: love that good luck trying to figure out how to spell that (laughs) (laughs) yeah um thank you so much for listening and love you have a good week have a good week bye